and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany, and I am joined here by my fabulous best friend and husband, Tony. This week on the podcast, we are talking all about the wonderful world of Disney transportation. So whether it is your first trip and you're trying to figure out how the heck am I going to get around Walt Disney World, or maybe it's your 100th trip and you're trying to figure out what's a better way to get from Orlando International Airport to the parks, we've got you covered. Yeah, so this is a tricky one. It's either you have doom and gloom or you have a good experience. (laughs) You don't know anything. This is a phone. We'll dive into what we've done, our experiences, kind of our thoughts, what we we like we don't like our tips and tricks and everything in between yeah i am someone who famously loves the bus transportation like to the point that when we get on the bus at walt disney world i will record the audio because i just love it so much tony sometimes likes to get from point a to point b the fastest and doesn't really care but at the same time like we love all different methods of disney transportation um, and we just kind of want to be able to provide some things that we've learned along the way, share our experiences. And like I said, so much has changed at Disney, including like the way you get from, um, the airport to the, to your resort itself, you know? So starting out there, let's start out. How do you get from the airport to resort and how that's changed? So the best, so right now there is no magical express at Walt Disney World. Actually, somebody asked that uh, last week on TikTok, like, hey, is magical express still running? Sadly, it's not. It stopped running at the end of 2021. And if you don't know, the magical express was a free form of transportation that would get you from Orlando International Airport over to your Disney resort. When we went to Disney in 2020, it was like the most amazing thing. We just like dropped our bags at the Southwest terminal and showed up to Orlando, got on the bus and then went to our resort. And then all of a sudden our bags just showed up at our resort later. From somebody who's never even been to Disney before and doing it the first time, it was pretty crazy. Cause yeah. <laughs> so we don't touch our bags until what you'll see them at your, 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 door, <laughs> at your door basically. And it, it was, it's a free service, right? You did yeah. It, it was completely free. With your package and everything. Yeah, it was completely free. You had like, I think you got like little, like there were like little wristbands or passes or something like that that were mailed to you. And um, like Tony said, it was like, wait, so Disney's going to bring my bags from the airport to my resort. But it happened and it was magical. It had its ups and downs, but it was, it set up the scene for your entire trip though, because they play the Mickey shorts and everything on right. the bus and it wasn't some fancy looking crazy. It was, it was just a bus, but you know. Yeah, it was inside, like, what, like a chartered bus. They set you up for the magic on the way. There's something different versus just, all right, we're going to taxi, get an Uber in. It's kind of like any other vacation. It was different from the start. Yeah, so now, instead of the Magical Express, guests really have to kind of like, not necessarily find their way. It's um, more normalized now. Yeah, you have to pay vacation. for transportation. So... Disney, so the alternative to the Magical Express is the Mirrors Connect, which has actually just changed its name to like Mirrors Connect, something with a sunshine flyer. And it's a chartered bus system. It's the exact same buses that were used for the Magical Express. Basically, Mirrors ran the Magical Express. Now they have, they're just running their own Mirrors Connect system. 
It's the exact same buses. They still... They but Disney has no part in that, though. Yeah, they don't play the Mickey shorts anymore. And the pricing... So you pay per person for it. Um, I think they'll still bring... I think they'll bring it back. I do, too. I think too. they're waiting to see if it... Because it was a love-hate with the... It was a love-hate because when you're going back and how they pick you up, they pick you up yeah. two hours, three, three hours three before hours. your flight. So that was the thing everybody hates because you're not... Typically, you're getting the airport an hour or two. They pick you up, and you're sitting there for a long period of time. So that's the love-hate of the, the Magical tra- they call Express. It Tragical Express. Yeah, it's we were starting out your trip, and by the end, that you're like, no, they're not picking me up. And then yeah. you're there, like, a, you know, whatever, but three hours before your, your flight's sitting around. Yeah, so what happened with them is, so the Mirrors Connect and the Magical Express both run in the same way. You go to the exact same location that you would have with the Mirrors, with the Magical Express that you do now with Mirrors Connect. So basically, if you book the Mirrors Connect, it's $16 per adult and $13 per child each way. Um, they'll pick you up from the Orlando International Airport. You go like downstairs at the Orlando International Airport. They'll tell you the exact That's location. That's what I'm the first time too. <laughs> Where you're going. Yeah. And if you're flying in from Southwest, it's kind of across the airport, but anyway, you'll find your way. You go downstairs, you check in with them, and they're going to tell you, you'll pick up your bags, a baggage claim, you'll check in with them, and they'll tell you which bus you're going to get on. Then you wait to get put on the bus. Once you're on the bus, they say that they guarantee that you're going to leave within 30 minutes of getting on the bus. Um, We have taken it, we took it back, did we take it last year or the year before? We've taken it once. Um, you, so you basically get on the bus and you wait once the bus pulls away, you're going on to Disney World property and you're going to stop at like three or four resorts that are in the same area. So you could be, let's say you're staying at Coronado Springs. You could be at Coronado Springs. You could be the first person off the bus or you could be the last group of people off the bus and they could drop off at like Boardwalk and Beach Club and what's another resort around there? All-Star Sports or all the All-Star Resorts. Um, on the way back, like Tony said, they pick you up three hours before your departure time, which seems like a very long time. And it's just like, you don't want to leave that soon. So that was kind of our drawback with it is we don't necessarily like that aspect. Also, if you're just wanting to like start your vacation and not having to stop at all those other locations along the way, I can see where that would be like kind of like frustrating to you. I'm sure we're going to go back to multiple times, but our kind of pro tip is Uber when you feel like you need to get quick. Yes. Like, I would say going, taking the bus, if, if when applicable, if it's running, whatever, whatever's running the time, it's fun starting your trip, but we like to sit in our hotel room as long, or at the resort as long as possible and relax, and then take an Uber, getting to the airport, because you can get there at a regular time, not right. like three hours before. But, here's the caveat with that. The caveat is, if you have yeah. small children, especially kids that are needing to be in car seats or carriers... You do not have to have them in a car seat or carry. You actually can't use one on the ma- on the Mirrors Connect. So that's kind of the mode of transportation that's preferred by like younger families. Um, unless you are planning on bringing your car seat, bringing a base with it, and attaching it in the rental car of an Uber. Um, there's also a couple of like different like alternative services that you can use. There's one called Martin Fanic Taxi Service that I recommend to my clients. Um, he is a Orlando based taxi driver, but he kind of runs his own little version of the Magical Express and he has like little, um, like sprinter vans that he picks people up in. He tells you a lot of facts about Disney World and stuff like that. 
So that's another option that you could always go to go with as well. Um, it's going to be more expensive, but it's going to get you directly to your resort. So that's what's going to be interesting. If you've been with us for any amount of time or you're following us in the future, we're going to be talking about how our life's changing because we're going to have twins. So mm-hmm. from our previous trips of doing this, just us two versus how we think <laughs> it's going to change and how it will change once we go, we're going to hear it all. So I, I am kind of planning on us taking the Mirrors Connect like on the way, unless we decide to take the carriers with us. Um, that just seems like a lot to lug around. But our first trip with the girls, if you missed it, goals. is plan- goals, as our niece calls them, is planned for February. The girls are going to be born um, in mid-November. So they'll be, what, like three months old when we take them? Um, we're just going to kind of play by ear and see like which, like if we're going to take the carriers or if we're just going to take their stroller, um, all of that stuff. And that's kind of going to determine like which mode of transportation we take. Also, the other caveat with that is now we're a family of four versus just two people, which means you can't necessarily just take like, what is like the basic Uber, like the Uber X or something like that. You're going to have to get a bigger car. Which let's, let's go to our first one. Then we're, we're basically already there. So bus transportation, since we're already on buses anyway, where the buses take you, everywhere, where they don't. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. So buses. Um. So once you get onto Disney World property, you can take a bus from any Disney resort to Disney Springs, um, as well as to most, as well as to all of the parks. I think even if the parks have like an alternative mode of transportation, they still offer bus transportation. So you, I have a lot of people who like were first time guests to Disney and they're like, are the, is the transportation included at Walt Disney World? And yes, 100%. Stay on property. Yeah. As long as you stay on property, all of the Disney World transportation is included unless you run in a, what are the, uh, the, uh, uh, the minivans. The minivans are the only things you would pay for. Yeah. And the buses are love hate too. So I love the buses. You have to, you have to ride the bus. Not just once, but you have to ride this. I <laughs> so, mean, it's one of those, if it's, it's a lot of times like, can we catch it or not? If not, maybe we'll Uber or something quicker. But you, but you got to ride the bus. It's kind of like going from the, par, uh, not the, par, the airport to your resort. It like sets up the day. Everybody's excited. Yeah. It changes at the end of the day. But so they basically start out with 45 minutes prior to the. To park open. Opening and then one hour after the park closes. So. And that's for all modes of Disney transportation. They So like for like the monorail, it's going to start running. 45 minutes prior to the earliest park opening or something. But back to the buses. Like, I love the buses because you get on them and they say, Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World transportation system. You are now headed to the Magic Kingdom. Sit back and relax. And then on the way back, they say, We hope you enjoyed your day at the Magic Kingdom. Sit back, relax, and we'll have you home soon. And that audio alone, like, sells me on the buses. It makes me all misty-eyed and cried. I do cry. I will... Cry again because we have not been back. We will have not been back to Disney for a year when we go, so I will cry again. But when I think of the when I think of the buses, if you anybody who stayed on property anywhere near the bus pickup drop off, you know the famous beep beep. <laughs> you don't need an alarm clock basically because they're going to have you up an hour before you're in there. They put down the <laughs> they have the ramp that comes down for anybody in a stroller or wheelchair anything that come cruise on. They're so you're up. Yeah, so it's and, like a, it's like a it's a fun feeling because you're like you're on one place to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> and the buses are. Um, and the shh. Yeah, shh. 
as like what is it like the hydraulics like the airbags lowering them down a little closer to the ground yeah to like allow like the scooters and strollers on the buses are just really fun like to me we've had bus drivers who like have like stopped the entire bus before saying happy birthday to people giving out stickers to kids yeah giving out like honorary bus driver stickers like it's it's just it's such a fun experience. I know that it takes a little bit longer some in some people's eyes to get over there. It but is once you make it to like everything else. It, it can is. be like, okay, when we get there, we be like, okay, we're going to enjoy this thing. It's like, whatever, just hang out and like, it's just fun. Yeah. See some stuff that you wouldn't see if you're just going on like a, you know straight to the place from a Uber or something that kind of cruise around a little more. Yeah. And one thing to know about the buses is, so most of the resorts at Walt Disney World offer more than one mode of transportation. The only resorts at Walt Disney World that do not offer more than one mode of transportation are going to be any of the all-star resorts, which require bus transportation to each of the Disney parks. Um, Coronado Springs, which requires bus transportation to any of the Disney parks and Disney Springs as well. Or Animal Kingdom Lodge. No way. Which is the only deluxe resort that only offers bus transportation which to me is the biggest drawback which we haven't resort. stayed there before and maybe maybe one of the reasons why we have it because we picked the monorail or not the mono the uh, skyliner resorts over that yeah well or we pick or we pick like wilderness lodge because it has boat transportation and stuff and we've never done it before so yeah that's on our bucket list though if you are traveling with kids and you're gonna have a stroller know that you have to collapse your stroller down whether it is a double stroller a single stroller or like a tandem stroller that's like the double stroller, which is one in front of the other, you're going to have to collapse um, down the stroller to get on the bus system. If you are with someone that is in an ECV, they're able to just like ride that ECV into the um, bus and they have like select like locations for that that they kind of seatbelt you in. Thinking about buses though, I think the only issue we've ever had with buses is really picking you up from the resorts. Why? I feel like they're pretty well on time and quick and there's plenty of them going to the resorts you can take like me the, only back. T- the only time we've ever really waited yeah is at the end of the night or you know disney springs or something where yeah sometimes you can be waiting a little bit so the buses take you the buses run every 20 minutes at peak time is what disney says but it's often much closer than that and once you're on um, Disney World property, you can go into your My Disney World or My Disney Experience app, and then you can tap on your resort hotel. And once you're there, if you scroll all the way over on the side, it'll say like transportation, and it's going to show you the like next bus that's coming to your resort. Um, we use that sometimes like if we're still in the hotel room, we're like, okay, like we have. 20 minutes until the next next bus is headed to Magic Kingdom or something like that. Um, so you can really use it, like, even though the buses only come at, like, specific intervals, supposedly, you can use it like that. Like Tony said, we do, sometimes we wait a little bit longer for the bus to get back from the resort. But I also think that it depends on, like, if we're leaving, like, at park close, they should be, like, coming more frequently. Um, or if you're leaving at the close of Disney Springs or something like that. I'm just thinking about overall, I think, like, it depends on your situation. Like, if you've got kids, strollers, like, if you if you got a ECV, you know, yeah. it's going to be probably more convenient to the bus. Yeah. You can just walk right now. You're not going to figure out what's this Uber have, what's this whatever have, what they don't have. Right. And it may be quicker, but overall, I think the bus is just, it's just the safest, probably easiest, most consistent thing, even if you may have to wait at some point. For us, we really, I think we really only ever rely on Ubers when we're going to, like, let's say we have a dining reservation. We're staying at Wilderness Lodge and we have a dining reservation at 
Topolino's Terrace of the Riviera. We would take never an been. Uber over there. We would, no, okay. we've never been there. But I'm just using it as an example. Yes, we're taking it. We're taking an Uber over there. Or um, a pro tip I'll share, like with like the Skyliner is like like we have. We're not there yet. You know what I'm talking about, though. We'll talk about it in a minute. I think we're, we'll sprinkle in the Uber. The Uber <laughs> yeah. A lot of times we use Uber too when we get there. We put our bags at the hotel, and if the bus is available, if not, we'll just jump on the Uber real quick. I love nothing more than taking the bus from Disney from your Disney Resort to Disney Springs. That is your first like form of Disney transportation, and Tony always wants to take an Uber, and I'm like, no, we have to take Depends the bus. Depends on how hangry somebody is, and that three that's true. What we're taking. One time we took like the first flight out of San Antonio, and I think our flight left at like 6.30 in the morning or something like that. And by the time we got to, we had a layover, and by the time we got to Disney World, it was like, th- remember it was like 3.30? We were starving, and I was like, okay, whatever, like we'll just take an Uber this time. Everything situational. True. Moving on, unless you got something else to say about the bus nope. transportation. Monorails. I think the only thing that bus a lot of people hate on it is also like the the big resorts like Coronado, multiple stops, uh, Caribbean Beach. Coronado has multiple stops. Caribbean Beach has multiple stops, and Port Orleans Riverside has multiple. Which I think stops. is all inflated because we've stayed at yeah. both of those and we didn't see any issue. Oh, well, Saratoga Springs. Half the time, there's not even anybody at the stop, so they really don't even half the time don't even stop. They just no. keep cruising. No, or they'll say like, let's say like, so if you stay at a resort that has internal stops, it like Tony said, it's not that it's not a big. Sometimes deal. I feel like the, depending on the bus driver, they will actually stop every single time. But if they see there's nobody there, they don't even stop. Well, or they'll say like, um, if you're at Saratoga Springs, there's different names for each bus stop. Or your Coronado. Um, they'll say, like, are you... They'll say, like, anybody in the ranchos? And if you raise your hand, they're going to stop at that location. Yeah. If they... Otherwise, they're just going to They don't want to stop me more than you do. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like staying at those big resorts that only have, like... That have bus transportation. Like, I don't think that that's an issue. Yeah, I wouldn't not stay there because of that. No. Ridiculous. No, because some of those resorts are amazing. Well, all of them are. Okay. Monorail transportation. We have actually never stayed... On the monorail loop, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge, but it's actually like you see the monorail go past it, but you don't. It's not on the monorail loop. Um, we've used the monorail though because we like to use like all forms of Disney transportation. But the monorail, <laughs> reading Disney's Disney's description, getting around Walt Walt World <laughs> Disney's Walt Disney World Resort is a breeze on the world famous monorail, the public transport of the future. Ride high in the sky. Yeah, so the monorail was something that Walt dreamed up, and it was actually the first monorail system in the United States, Um, and the monorail runs every 10 minutes. So the monorail will take you to the Contemporary Resort, to the Polynesian Village Resort, or Grand Grand Floridian Resort as well, and it will also stop at the Ticket and Transportation Center. And it, so, and it will take you, then it will take you, like, you can either switch to get on the Epcot monorail, or you can stay on it to the Magic Kingdom monorail. So, suppose he has three separate lines, which I don't even know how that works, because I need to see, up, like, a bird's eye view. So, he has three separate lines interweaved in all this. Huh. So, the monorail, like, we like the monorail. I mean, the monorail, I think the monorail is great. I feel like the monorail was everyone's favorite before the Skyliner came around. So, this one... It begins operating 30 minutes prior to Magic Kingdom opening, and same thing an hour after. 
And oh, actually, stops two hours after Epcot closes. Yeah, okay. we, we haven't technically stayed. Yeah, we haven't stayed on one. Not for us. I don't know. We're we're up in the area on the contemporary. We like to stay at the OG resort. We want to stay at the Polynesian. I think we'll probably stay at the like we'll obviously stay at the contemporary. I'd probably stay in like one of the outer lying buildings. So if you stay at the contemporary, the main building. The main tower takes is the location that has a monorail run through it. Um, that's the location that a lot. That's the resort location that a lot of people think of when they're thinking of like I want to go to Disney World for the first time. They think of the Contemporary Resort. Um, but staying in that tower, the downside of that is you're going to hear like the noise of the monorail coming through throughout the day, which I don't know how much noise it actually makes. But it's a concrete tower, so I don't know. We'll probably stay in the outer lying building. The monorail is is really fun. Um, cause it's just like a classic form of Disney transportation. We one time left Epcot and we were leaving and I told Tony, okay, we're moving. We were doing a split take Caribbean beach to wilderness lodge. And it was our first night staying at wilderness lodge. And I was like, okay, let's take the monorail from Epcot to the contemporary. And then we'll get on the boat from the contemporary over to wilderness lodge. We got over to the Contemporary, and they're like, actually, the boat isn't running right now, so we ended up having to take an Uber. So do you think, we're talking about transportation, do you think most people pick their resort based on transportation? Yes, I do. So it's the deciding factor? Um, I would say it's probably a tie between, if you're like wisely picking a resort i would pick a resort based on the trans motor transportation as well as the parks that you think you're going to be at the most like staying near there but i do think a lot of people i do think a lot of people like think about it we are the favorite form of transportation at disney is a skyliner so we typically stay at a skyliner resort i think if you don't know anything about walt disney world you're going to go you're going to go there the first time at least and be like what the heck did we do? <laughs> and why shouldn't we have stayed here if we wanted this? True. Like we knew a lot about Disney World, and we knew, I think we stayed what? We were supposed to stay at Pop, we stayed at Art. Yes. But we knew we wanted to stay here because of the Skyliner. Yes, because the travel planner so we were working with. That's that. obviously the, the biggest tip. Like, if it matters, definitely know where you're staying and what's around you and what's available. Right. And if you don't care, then it doesn't matter, but. Yeah, I always try to, like, in, like I always include my clients, like, hey, if you're staying at Caribbean Beach Resort, you have the Skyliner to take you to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, you'll take buses everywhere else. But I agree. I think that that's an important thing because for, so for the monorail, um, if you have small kids that are going to be in strollers, they, you can get on to the monorail without having to collapse your stroller, whether it's a double stroller, single stroller, a tandem stroller, you don't have to collapse it down. Um, so that's a big advantage of staying on the monorail loop. Also, one of the things I just thought about is all of the resorts that are on the monorail loop also have walking paths to, to Magic Kingdom. You would take the monorail over to Epcot, but that wouldn't necessarily be your only mode of transportation to Magic Kingdom, you know? Yeah, for us, it's I think how they, Disney wants it to feel like there shouldn't be one ultimate way. Right. And every, t- every transportation is like its own ride. Yeah. Why would you not want to ride the Skyliner every time? Yeah. And take the monorail somewhere. Like, Last it's all time, fun. It's not just supposed to be, we're getting there, and we'll get there as quick as possible, or whatever. Right. It, yeah, it's an experience in itself. Last time when we were at Disney in February, um, what we did was, because we like taking different modes of transportation, you can go... You try to hit a mall every time. 
Yeah, I do too. You can go. That's what I was just thinking about. We went. We ate breakfast. We were staying at Saratoga Springs. We were going to Magic Kingdom for the day, and then we were trekking into Beach Club that night. We um, left Saratoga Springs, and we got an Uber to take us over to the Polynesian. And we did a quick service breakfast at the Polynesian. If you're staying at like any of the Disney resorts, you can go to any of the other resorts for dining. Um, but if you don't have a table service reservation, it's kind of up to like the security guard, whether they're going to let you in. Most of the time they're going to let you in. Um, so we had an Uber drop us off. We ate breakfast at uh, Captain Cook's, which is a quick service location. And then we took the monorail over to the Magic Kingdom. We got coffee at Kona. What? What is that like? Kona coffee? Only been there one time. I don't recall. I think it's called Kona coffee. Um, we got coffee. We got coffee from there. And then we went over to Magic Kingdom. And it was really fun. So overall, bus, monorail. Monorail's going to get you there faster, but the bus is my favorite. I think that, yeah. Well, yeah, buses is always, it's, you, you always have to have the bus at some point. For the Except on the monorail, when you ride the monorail, what do you get to say? Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Which is actually at the beginning of our podcast. And <laughs> Well, going to all aspects too, the bus never shuts down. The monorail never shuts down. Yeah. Moving on to our next one. This one will... Um, the Skyliner. The Skyliner. Okay. I was out of, out of order here. <laughs> on the Skyliner, this one will shut down in inclement weather. We've never... Yeah, we've, we've had that happen before. We, our first trip, we were leaving um, Hollywood Studios and it shut down because of rain and high wind. So the Skyliner, if you've never ridden it, this is one that you, if you, even if you're afraid of heights, this thing, unless it's like severe weather, which will shut down anyway, like right. highways, it's not, it doesn't really move much and it's, where else are you going to ride this unless you go skiing, which you would ride, I guess, for scared heights too, but this one's fun. True. You gotta ride this. The Skyliner opened up in 2019. Um, and so our first trip was in 2020. It was pretty new to Disney World then. And the area of gondola. Yeah. Yeah. It's Disney World's gondola system. And it will take you from Pop Century and Art of Animation. They share a Skyliner station. Um, Caribbean Beach is actually the hub for the Skyliner. Stopping there. We stayed at Caribbean Beach. And the best part of that, if you stay at Caribbean Beach, is they have a Joffrey's Coffee walking up the ramp to the Skyliner. So it's like a double whammy. You knock out. You don't have to wait in the line when you get to your your park to get a coffee with everybody else. You already got it in your hand. Yeah. It, but it only takes you to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So the Skyliner. So staying at Caribbean Beach, the biggest park is it's the hub of the Skyliner station. If you are staying at Pop Century Art of Animation, you're gonna have to get off the Skyliner. It's not a big deal. It takes like what two minutes. You get off the Skyliner, and then you're gonna transfer to the Epcot line or the Hollywood Studios line. It also, Skyliner also runs from Riviera Resort. Riviera Resort, even if you're staying there, you're going to have to, if you're going to Epcot, you just go straight from Riviera to Epcot. But if you're going over to Hollywood Studios, you kind of have to backtrack and like go from Hollywood, from Riviera to Caribbean Beach, and then you get on that Hollywood Studios line to go straight to Hollywood Studios. But like Tony said, you can grab a Joffrey's coffee, you can get like one of their pastries. The big donut with sprinkles. Tony, Tony. And I think they actually have one with you get the, that. You get that sometimes, right? Yeah, I skipped it last time, but they have one with like Oreo crumples on top. 
the white icing. Yeah, and they have a special coffee at that station, and it's called like the Toffee Flight. And there's usually nobody in line there. There's not. There's never a line. No. Everybody's just ready to get in there and rock and roll on the Skyliner. Yeah, so we like doing that and like grabbing a coffee and sipping a coffee on the Skyliner. It just makes it more fun. Um, if you have small kids in your party, if you have an ECV that you're going to be taking with you, or somebody is going to be like in an ECV, um, you can roll the ECV directly into the Skyliner. Or if you have little ones, as long as it's not a side-by-side double stroller, you can um, just roll it right in and they can stay in the Skyliner. Or stay in the stroller while they're on the Skyliner. But the whole line starts at Pop and Arc, correct? Right. And that one's basically a double, it's like a T. We got one resort on each side. Yeah. In the middle is a Skyliner. Which we've actually stayed at both now. Yeah. And even then, I don't feel like there was ever like a, any kind of congestion or no. wait for the Skyliner or anything because it continually moves. So I think a lot of families still take the bus, I think, over the Skyliner a lot of times, I think. Well, and you can only go half the resorts. Yeah. And. Or parks. Not all. The Skyliner system is the only transportation system that I believe, as long as the Skyliner is running, they won't necessarily have buses taking you. I know taking you back to your resort from there. Like, they're going to force you to take the Skyliner from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. Like Tony said, some people who are afraid of heights are a little, like, leery of the Skyliner, but it's not bad. It's fun. Like It doesn't, it doesn't move very much unless it's windy and, and not most time to shut it down but sometimes they'll sometimes they'll like stop the skyliner for like a minute or two if somebody's having trouble getting off but like it's pretty continuously running the whole time and i love the audio on the skyliner like i think it's so fun especially the one when you're going like it's like hello movie stars you're headed to hollywood studios and it just kind of sets up your day or when you're going to epcot they're like get out those passports and get ready to say konnichiwa <laughs> I did not because I that's not as good well, as from this time of the podcast recording there was a bear just recently in Magic Kingdom so like if you're riding the Skyliner they always tell you to look down because you're going over like certain like wetlands I think they're called areas where there's never going to be anything developed in it they've said like a certain amount of acreage so they're you never know what you're going to see we haven't seen anything but going yeah. in like Hollywood Studios there's like a bunch of like kind of yeah it just looks like just marshland it's really pretty because like stuff you never see from the ground yeah and they kind of tell you stuff like oh this is um i don't remember what boulevard it is like lake it's not lake one of these sides uh this is oh i can't remember the name of the boulevard but they're like they, they tell you kind of behind like behind the scenes information like this street is named after this location in um california like where like the disney studios began so that's really cool too Sometimes you get put on a Skyliner with, like, another family, but I think that's only... I think ever since times. COVID, I've kind of, like, not done that. Yeah. I don't think we've been thinking I think at the end of the night, they have sometimes. Probably get everybody. But we always there. enjoy talking to other people anyway, so that's not really, I mean, obviously we, start we host the podcast, so that's not really, like, an issue for us. And the last one is... Yeah, this ain't the last one. Okay, second one. We're moving one. on to boat slash water transportation. Where does it go? So the boats, the so boat. the, the friendship boats, the yacht. there's friendship boats, and then there is the boat. So Wilderness Lodge, Contemporary Resort, Polynesian Village Resort, and Grand Floridian, you can take boats across Seven Seas Lagoon to the Magic Kingdom. If you're staying at Boardwalk, uh, Swan and Dolphin, Yacht and Beach Club, you can take boats to either Epcot or Hollywood Studios. And then um, at Saratoga Springs Resort, 
Port Orleans, Riverside, Port Orleans, French Quarter. You can take boats over to Disney Springs. Um, there's also friendship boats, and I don't remember... Are the friendship boats the ones that run from the Swan and Dolphin, or are the friendship boats just the ones that run across Epcot? So Swan and Dolphin is the same... Is the same boats for yeah. Beach Club, Yacht Club. But do you know what the friendship boats are? No. So the friendship boats, <laughs> I, I believe, are the ones that will take you from um, point A to point B in the World Showcase, like at Epcot. Oh, that's the name of them. Yeah, friendship boats. Oh, no. The friendship boats travel two different routes at Walt Disney World. Um, they are, they go, they service the Epcot Resort, and they'll take you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So they're all of those resorts. And then the other set of friendship boats is the one that runs across World Showcase Lagoon. So if you're in Epcot and let's say you're in World Showcase, you want to go to like, you're at the back of World Showcase, like what, Morocco, in the Morocco Pavilion, and you want to go to the front of World Showcase, you can take a boat that will like kind of take you across. And there's only, is there one? Yes. Yeah, so that's where, yeah, you may have to wait on that puppy, but (laughs) and it's more for the experience, I think. Yeah. But is is there a time on that one every 15 minutes or 20 minutes? I think it's every 20 minutes. We've never we've never ridden that one. We said, eh, we got to do everything once." But the last one we got on was actually to Hollywood Studios, right? Yeah, from so Beach Club. Yeah, the one that goes from Wilderness Lodge. Those are small. Yeah, the one. Well, that one's only running from one resort to Magic Kingdom. But then there's also um, the, the size big... difference is like what well, it was like thirty people. Do you remember the one from the Poly to Magic Kingdom? That one, the Poly to Magic Kingdom. It goes from... There's four different sized boats. Magic Kingdom to Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. That one's a small boat, too. We took that one one time. We were staying at Wilderness Lodge. We decided to do Disney Tetris. Tony's like, we don't have time for this. We should just take an Uber. And I was like, no, we need to wait and take the boat. So we we stood in line at Wilderness Lodge. We went over to Magic Kingdom. And that is one of my favorite memories of Disney vacation. It was raining? No, I don't think so. It was night, remember? And we took it. We took the boat over to Magic Kingdom. Then we transferred boats and got on the boat from the Ma- from Magic Kingdom to Polynesian Resort. And Enchantment was the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom at the time. We were like on the boat. We saw the fireworks going off. We could hear the music because it was being played on the boat. There was an older man like running down the dock of the Polynesian, and I was like all misty eyed, teared up, crying because we were going to our, our anniversary dinner at Ohana. It was a magical moment. Yeah, I would say I would prioritize the boats over the monorail. I would too. It's just funner too. Like it's not on a track or a road. Like when do you cruise on a boat anymore? Yeah, and there's bigger boats. Like if you're worried about like getting over to like Magic Kingdom quick enough, let's say you're staying in the Polynesian, you can um, go. The Polynesian is right next to the Ticket and Transportation Center, so you can walk over to the Ticket and Transportation Center. They actually have the biggest boats. They're ferries. Like, they're like, yeah, they're ferry boats. They're double deckers. Um, so you can hop on that, and that will take you directly over to the Magic Kingdom. So there's so there's four different sizes of boats. Yeah. And on the boats, it just depends on the boat as to whether or not you're gonna have to tra- to collapse down the stroller. Yeah. So we only say we we stayed at only one boat resort. No, oh, we stayed at Saratoga too, and Saratoga actually. Oh, Saratoga, yeah, okay. We yeah, forgot to, about to Disney Springs. Yeah, we forgot about the boats that are in Disney Springs. So that was our last trip. Yeah. So we stayed at Saratoga. We 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 stayed there for multiple reasons. 
half of it because we golfed there. Right. And the other half because we wanted to. We wanted. We to never stayed Springs. there next to Disney Springs. We never going to ride the boat, and that was cool. Just having going cleaned up and jumped on the boat to go to Disney Springs and. Yeah, that, that was, was really fun. The same size boats as. I think it was a little bit smaller because they didn't have an indoor area on those boats. They were all outdoors. Wilderness Lodge. Oh yeah, they those had like, like kind of like pontoon sized boats. Yeah, they were pontoon sized boats. Yeah, the other ones definitely are. They have an inside. Yeah. Huh. So is there four, maybe five different sizes of boats? You can have the ferry. Yeah, there's there's several different sizes, and the boats it says run um, on average between fifteen every fifteen and thirty minutes. Those I would say we did wait at some point, like trying yes. like they're they're like maybe a little more inconsistent, maybe. I don't but know. they're all it's always really fun. Like Tony said, like transportation at Disney World is an experience of its own, and it's always really fun to get on. Keep um, yourself time either way. They actually just announced last week that the boat so i said that whenever we were trying to get from epcot to um, wilderness lodge we took the monorail from epcot over to contemporary and we're like oh we're just gonna hop on the boat well we didn't know that the boat from contemporary to wilderness lodge was no longer running disney just announced that that system is actually being brought back so there will be boats that will be running in between like wilderness lodge to contemporary resort um, which is, I think that's like the only like transportation line that really wasn't running at the time. It also goes from like Fort Wilderness Resort too, so it kind of connects them all. So if you had to pick one so far, you're going with the bus. Always the bus. <laughs> what are you going with? I know what you're going with. What, are you, what would you say that I would go with? You would go with Skyliner. Yeah. Skyliner. Boat. Yeah. Monorail bus. Ooh, hot take. What? I don't know. Most people, I, I think, take. I feel like most people would say Skyliner monorail, um, boat bus, but I'm just different. And I'll change next week for a big time. Why? Just does. But Moving on. For me, it's always the buses. Our last one's not really a reason you'd ever probably say anywhere, but we're just talking about another way of transportation: walking and and or Uber, Lyft, other. Forms of transportation, hitchhiking, <laughs> whatever you can find. Yeah, so walking past, if, if you're staying at any of the deluxe resorts besides Riviera Resort and Animal Kingdom Lodge, you there's a walking path over to the park. So that's kind of like one of the perks of staying at those at the deluxe resorts. Um, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Yacht Club all have a walking path to Epcot. We almost did that. What is it? They say it's all 20 minutes? Oh, are you talking about the one day at Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Yeah, the one to Hollywood, they also have a walking pass at Hollywood Studios. They say it's 20 minutes. I don't know. That just seems like a long walk. Well, if they say it's 20, we can probably get there 10 to 15. That's true. We've seen people walk it before, and they Power walk walk. faster. Um, if you're staying at Grand Floridian, um, Polynesian. Well, we walked back from Disney Springs, actually, to Saratoga as well. That's true. I think there's two... Two different two walking paths. Little bridges. Saratoga Springs is a big resort. So Saratoga Springs and Old Key West have walking paths over to Disney Springs and back. Um, like I said, oh, like I said, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, and Contemporary have walking paths over to Magic Kingdom. Wilderness Lodge also doesn't have a walking path. So I guess Wilderness Lodge is the only other deluxe resort. So Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Riviera don't have walking paths. But the Disney Springs walk is kind of nice. Especially after after dinner, we're like, okay, it's nice. Okay, yeah. It's dark. 
But other than that, it's like, I don't know why you want to go walk to a park. When <laughs> that sounds fun, you're carrying anything that does not sound True. fun. You're walking it up when you get there. That's probably why you're like, I mean, it's nice to know you could do it. But no. It, why would you want to do it? <laughs> Except at Epcot. If you were staying in one of the Epcot area resorts. At night again. We are so, no, we are, like, at the beach club, it takes you, like, 2.5 seconds. Well, that's not like a walking path. That's just, it is what it is. Oh, true. And boardwalk is the same way. Yeah, that's true. One of the things that I forgot to mention when we were talking about the Skyliner is at the end of the night, if you were leaving Epcot for whatever reason and you were getting on the Skyliner, that Skyliner line backs up so long. One way that we have gotten around that is we will walk to boardwalk and then we just have somebody... Oh, no, we walk, I'm sorry, we walk to, you know, we walk to Boardwalk or we walk to Beach Club and we'll have an Uber pick us up Which from ultimately one of those locations. There's a lot of walking and probably doesn't save us any time. <laughs> it seems nice. At the end of the day, it seems like you're moving so you're faster somehow. Yeah, we have learned a lot of um, Disney transportation lessons just by making mistakes. Like, we took the, we were like leaving Epcot one time and we were like, that Skyliner line is way too long, we're saying a pop. And we were like, let's just walk over to Beach Club and have an Uber pick us up there. Well, we didn't know. Was we walked into Beach Club at the wrong, like, point or something, remember? And we were completely lost. We were nowhere near the lobby. We had no idea, like, where someone was supposed to pick us up. Do you remember that? And it was, like, a super long hallway by one of the conference rooms that we got, like, led down. It was fun because we got to talk to a cast member who ended up, like, leading us to where we were supposed to go. And we ended up staying at Beach Club a few months later. Um, But... We learned to just either take the Skyliner or walk over to Boardwalk because that can be a little confusing. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're always experiencing, learning, and finding more more things and seeing more you've never seen. So as yeah. long as you're not cranky or hangry, who cares? But, yeah. And I would say, to kind of wrap it up, like Uber, use Uber. If you're in a time crunch, if you got to get to right. a restaurant quick, if you, you know, we, we use it to get back to the airport because we want to enjoy our, our last. Half the morning eating, but other than that, I would enjoy the the free transportation you're basically already paying for. And piggybacking on what what Tony said, like when you are on Disney property, if you're taking Disney transportation, you're interacting with Disney cast members. So you know that, like, that just kind of keeps you in the magic of Disney, keeps you in the Disney bubble and all that. Well, and everybody, you're hearing about all their day, what's, you know, you're going to make it what you're going to make it. But when you get, like, when you get on an, when you get on an Uber, and when you get in an Uber, you don't necessarily... With a Lyft, if you take, like, a minivan, it's, again, going to be a Disney cast member. But when you get in an Uber, like, we've had Uber drivers before who, like, haven't talked to us at all, or... Um, hung over from the night before. Hung over from the night before, like... This. And you want to talk about being out of the boat, up to get real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, one of them, like, the, like... Like, the front seat of the of the car was, like, like folded down. Like, blood was on top of the, the roof. Yeah, so it's not, not always the most magical experience It'll get you there, but you don't know what you're getting. But yeah, it just depends. If you're in a time crunch, take an Uber. But otherwise, I recommend staying on the Disney modes of transportation just because it keeps you in that bubble. And that's all we got, folks. Yep, that is all we have for this week's episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. Be sure to give us a follow at the Double Dose of Disney fam on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, each week on Wednesdays, I share like stories about whatever we're talking about in the podcast. Um, also, please give us a follow on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review like and subscribe so we just keep growing this little podcast of ours tell us your experiences of your travel travel journeys what you like what you don't like where you stay and what your tips are for us we'd like to hear them yep we'll see you there next time see you